0: Hello Greenham's family. This is Scotty Reed with a Black Talk Radio news report and commentary. On this particular report, I want to show you we're going to play China versus the US game, okay? Um I was watching YouTube last night and a video from NBC came up. I guess they put their entire nightly report on YouTube as well. And so I was watching something else and you know how you get distracted. And so it was on autoplay and that video came up and I was like, well, let me just go ahead and watch it and see what they're talking about. And I'm glad that I did because they went inside the Chinese a uh, Chinese prison. We've been hearing this story about a million Muslims who are being detained inside of China. Uh, we've been getting some I'm gonna call it fake news, cause I haven't seen anybody come up with any kind of evidence that the Uyghurs, the Muslim minority inside of China, have been having their organs stolen. You know, man, you just get find so so much outlandish claims and stuff on on the internet, and they usually don't provide evidence, but people believe it because governments are capable of doing evil things, and you know there have been criminal rings where you know there's a black market for organs but i'm not going to believe something just because you say it and just because i know it goes on in the world and i know there's a black market i need to have proof i need to have evidence so nbc did a a exclusive report they were invited into one of the chinese prisons that is detaining these muslims now there are some things you you got to know first all right so I did an interview a few months back earlier this year. I have a cousin; uh, she's around my same age. At one time, we even went to school together. But she is a professor. Don't ask me what she made what she majored in. She used to teach at a HBCU, but she went to China for a couple of years where she was teaching English, and she lived there a long time. And so we always hear, you know, propaganda or secondhand information about. China Um, so here's my cousin who lived there for a few years maybe three or four years and so I said well let me do an interview and let me find out what her experience was and, and let the audience of Black Talk Radio Network hear what her experience was inside of China so make a long story short She said that she never felt safer, and I think she was in a city, well, I do recall her saying she was in a city of over 10 million people. That's more than the people, the population of New York City, which is one of the United States' largest cities. Actually, it might be larger than L.A., New York City, and Philadelphia combined. 10 million people lived in this city, and my cousin told me she never Felt safer, never felt safer. She said that when people be getting loud in the street and arguing or getting loud, although she said she never really saw it, but she said that they don't tolerate that type of belligerent behavior. In public, she said that the TV, it, television is a whole lot different. You don't see all the violence that you see here in the United States. And she pretty much gave it a favorable experience. Said she she met an African community there. A lot of African students go there. Um, also, a lot of African um, traders go there. When I say traders, I'm talking about trading goods and services, like sourcing and so that was her experience. So you got you got to know, you know, a lot of times we get information at secondhand. Uh, if we watch the mainstream media, we're watching U.S. state TV basically as as of the number of security people. And I'm gonna do another video on that. I saw an excellent video on all the former CIA. NSA and all these different spooks who who lie for a living and then they're hired by these corporations So I digress anyway So I was like, let me watch this video because I've been seeing uh, people posting stuff on social media Talking about these Muslims now also. Let me say that Religious freedom. I do believe in religious freedom freedom of expression and so My cousin really didn't say much about that, except for she said that they look at religion as a mental illness. And if we want to be real about it, and both me and her are Christians, but a lot of people, and I'm not in the white community like that, you know, although again, I, I pay attention to what people say online, but I know for myself among the black community, a lot of people Uh, They pick at Christians, mainly focusing on Christians. They don't really pick on Muslims or whatnot. But a lot of people in the United States would agree, especially atheists, would agree that they look at uh, religion and spirituality, believing in a higher power, they look at that as mental illness. So China, that's what my cousin told me now, is that the Chinese people that she worked with, talked to, socialized with um, said that they view it as a mental illness. So you got to also figure that into the equation. So again, though, I believe in freedom of religion. I believe in freedom of expression. So let's set aside, you know, those that issue right there. Now, we're hearing that the Chinese have been re-educating um, these Muslims because of terrorist attacks and Again, I mean, if you look throughout history, there's plenty of people who agree religious and non-religion, non-religious that people have committed a lot of atrocities in the name of religion. Okay. So again, I still support a human right of freedom of expression, which includes freedom of religion, but religious people, Um, who just go through the motions or what have you. They're not really spiritual. Um, They will use religion as a means to accumulate wealth or to accumulate power over other people. So I I digress, but I I just wanted to give you that information so that you should have, I believe you should have as we get ready to watch a couple of videos. So we've been hearing about concentration camps inside of China. And so when I saw this, I was like, wow, that's what they call in a concentration camp. Now, let me go ahead and just roll the video. We're going to watch two videos. We're going to watch the NBC segment that they did yesterday or the day before yesterday, where they went inside a Chinese prison. Now, I will pause because I always try to educate people on media and how media is manipulated to control your mind. I'm not saying all media is or every single piece of media that you will watch or you will read is manipulating you and it's not telling you the truth, but a lot of it is. It it really is. So I will be pausing this video um, to comment on a couple of things that I feel like you may not catch if I don't point it it out if, if I don't point out the hypocrisy stated here okay so let me go ahead and pull this video up and, and and let you watch it again this is you're getting an inside look at one of these Chinese prisons or detention facilities they're calling them concentration camps um, that NBC got a reporter um, inside of one of them okay so let me go ahead and pull that up for you out to an NBC News exclusive, rare access into camps in China that are believed to be detaining a million Muslim citizens. There we found families torn apart and children being indoctrinated. NBC's
1: Kier Simmons takes us inside. We're in Western China for a rare look inside what human rights groups call modern day concentration camps. The Chinese, rejecting that criticism, have allowed us to film, but only with an escort for what often felt like a
0: choreographed trip. It's as if everybody is waiting for us. find Okay, I'm going to stop it right there. Now, do y'all remember when a couple of U.S. representatives went inside the concentration camps that's holding migrants on the U.S. border? Do y'all remember that? And the U.S. media has been focusing a lot on that. Did they just let uh, film crews come in un do you not think that they took them on? I mean, I don't know what he's what he means. It seems choreographed. It's like they're waiting on us, and then, I mean, dude, they're sitting there in classes. They weren't waiting on you, but what do you think? You were supposed to be given a camera and allowed to roam free? I mean, even the disgusting prison shows where a uh, uh, mass incarceration, modern-day slavery here in the United States is an entertainment commodity. They don't let they don't let those film crews just roam all around the prison to to go into whatever area they want to go into or talk to whoever they want to talk to. It's all choreographed. It's scripted. And I'm, and I'm talking about an entertainment show. OK, so that really stood out to me here. Here's this guy giving this propaganda commentary saying, oh, if they, they took us on an escorted vision like he was a, a visit, like he was supposed to be allowed to just go in <laughs> and roam around the halls and and just talk to people or whoever he wanted to talk to. I mean, come on, that's hypocrisy there. That's propaganda. So let's continue.
1: Muslim Uyghurs, a religious minority group, sitting at desks, sleeping in Spartan dormitories, expected to swear allegiance to the Chinese Communist Party. China calls them education and vocation centers designed to fight terrorism after attacks the Chinese blame on the Uyghurs. Our measures are effective, a senior Communist Party official tells me.
0: Now I'm gonna stop it right there once again, because I'm telling you, man, The propaganda, the propaganda. Let let me see uh, what I wanna uh, comment on here. Never mind, I'll just let it roll.
1: In this class, we meet a mother who says her young daughter has lost both parents. Her husband just died, now she's here. Tell me that it isn't brutal to take a mother away from her four-year-old daughter when her father has just
0: died. And you, got your you Oh my goodness. Do you know how many families have been separated because of incarceration here in the United States? Or um, they're taking the children of these migrant immigrants who are seeking asylum in the United States and separating them from uh, their parents and, and so forth. This duo, do you not think it's cruel that someone is in prison Um, taken away from their four-year-old daughter when their father just died. Come on, dude. Really? Really? All right, man. She
1: can go home Mm. once in a week.
0: Her father
1: died and her mother was taken away and could only see her once a week. And you say,
0: that's fine. So, let me comment there. Let me turn my volume down a, a little tad bit. Now, do you know that they will incarcerate people and then send them across the states? You know, because I do host new abolitionist radio podcasts focusing on 21st century slavery and human trafficking inside the United States. For example, Hawaii. You get arrested in Hawaii, you get prosecuted in Hawaii, and you get convicted of a crime in Hawaii. Hawaii. That's where your family is. Do you know that you may be sent to a private prison facility in Arizona or California? Now, how are those children supposed to visit their parents across that water like that? How often do you think some a poor family in Hawaii, a working class people who has an incarcerated a uh, family member, how often do they get to see? Their family Look, they're saying they let let her out to go see her once a week. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Inside China, we hear far more disturbing stories.
1: This mother shows us scars where she says she was tortured. Her brothers, she says, shot in front of her. The Chinese say stories like these are all lies and won't confirm estimates they've detained a million people. US officials have blasted the camps as a Chinese attempt to erase its own citizens' religion and culture.
0: Now, who how many people are locked up inside the United States? 2. what? 5 million, and I'm a US army veteran, close to a million military veterans are inside a United States prison or jail facility 2.5 million people let's just round it off to 2 million 2 million cuz i don't know the exact figure 2 million people at any given time are in a prison or jail in the united states again i'm not trying to minimize anything that's going on inside of china i don't know these what's going inside of china Uh, for a fact. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why these people have been detained, but you're claiming that, oh, it's one million people. Oh, that's a big, giant number. Look, the state of Louisiana by itself has seven times the prison population of China with a billion people. Let's put things into perspective. Now, we're going to hear from Marco Rubio and listen, Spoiler alert. The video that we're gonna watch after this one was shot in Florida on the inside. A documentary made by prisoners on the inside. So you're gonna hear from Marco Rubio here talking about religious freedom. And he's described them as
1: education and vocation centers. How would you describe them? There are most certainly uh, detention camps in which people are being held unwillingly. Where they're stripping them of their identity. We're shown a kindergarten where weaker children sing, "I love you, my motherland." Here, every generation must learn China's language, laws, and obey Beijing, or face the consequences. Kier Simmons, NBC News,
0: Xinjiang, China. Okay, we're gonna stop it right there. Wow, everything that this person said. You hear from people in the United States. Oh, they ought to speak English. We've seen people attacking white people, attacking non-white people or Spanish-speaking people because they're speaking in in speaking Spanish. Also, other uh, languages that people uh, have been speaking their native tongues or or whatever tongue was taught to them, and people in the United States attacked them. A guy who just Got convicted on a hate crime who assaulted a woman for wearing a Puerto Rican t shirt in a park and saying she shouldn't even have that shirt on. You live in the United States of America, okay? Even though Puerto Rico is a colony of the United States, they're U.S. citizens, okay? They're U.S. citizens unwilling U.S. citizens, a whole lot of them, went, but, but I, I digress. I don't want to go into the colonization of Puerto Rico and in the independence movement of Puerto Rico, but here you got a racist white man attacking a Puerto Rican U.S. citizen because she got on a T-shirt of the flag of a U.S. possession, a U.S. colony. So here this guy is talking about well China expects them to learn the language and I had gotten the brain far earlier but earlier it just came back to me because he brought it up again they're expected to pledge allegiance to China of course they're gonna say the Communist Party because that sounds worse we know how you know communists, communism is a bad word in the the United States just like socialism is a bad word in in the United States they have attached connotations negative connotations to it okay Um, so Colin Kaepernick okay Colin Kaepernick took a knee, everybody knows, took a knee along with other players in the NFL, took a knee during the playing of the National Anthem during the pregame festivities or rituals at an NFL game. This man was banned from the NFL for not standing and putting his hand over his heart like a robot while they played the National Anthem and you might have had some military members out there on the field with a U.S. flag. So it's a bad thing. So this report is its like it's a bad thing that China wants its citizens to be loyal to China and not loyal to some outside foreign influence. The propaganda, the propaganda. And a lot of people, millions of people in the United States will watch that report and say, oh, those poor Uyghurs. Oh, China is so terrible. Oh, man, they got them in concentration camp, Man, that looked like five-star accommodations for those people. When you compare them to the camps that they got, these migrants, these immigrants seeking political asylum here in the United States, and they've been all rounded up and some of them even prevented from coming on, coming in. And now you got Marco Rubio, a, a Republican, asking what he thinks about Trump's ban on Muslims. See, these Uyghurs—they're Muslims. The United States would not even allow them. Let's say China said, "You know what? Since since y'all want to criticize us and and exaggerate stuff and what have you, we're going we're going to allow you." To take in these one million Muslim Uyghurs, you the land of freedom, so you say you the shining light of democracy in the world. Here, you take these Uyghurs, relocate them, you know, to the United States. Man, you'll have so many uh, uh, U.S. citizens up in arms. But again, legally, they can't come because guess who has a ban on Muslims coming from certain countries. The hypocrisy, Marco Rubio. And again, Marco Rubio is a Florida senator. Yeah, he's a senator, right? He is senator. From Florida. Now I know a lot about Florida. I've interviewed people in terms of their prison system, their prison system. I've interviewed people. Uh, George Malincroft, uh, who wrote wrote the book How to Get Away with With Murder. Um, talking about the murder of Darren Rainey, a inmate with mental mental challenges um, who was boiled to death in a hot shower, wouldn't have allowed out, meat fell off his bones. That happened in Florida. We've had people come on, and it was, yeah, George cried, I think, doing that broadcast on New Abolitionist Radio talking about they had there was so many deaths inside the Florida prisons that they set up a website so people can check to see if their loved one that's incarcerated has been murdered because Florida prisons is just out of control. They're not being boiled to death by guards, beat by guards, raped by guards. It's, they're being allowed to be brutalized by other prisoners. So let's let's roll this video that was shot inside For four years, this prisoner, this inmate, had been recording on a smuggled cell phone. um, And he had been recording making a documentary. And he wasn't able to get it all out without it being confiscated, but he was able to smuggle some out. And the Miami Herald down there in in Florida published some, some of that. So I'm going to allow you to see some images from inside a Florida prison. Now, I want you to keep in mind the the state of the facilities in China that NBC took a, a camera crew in. I mean, people in there playing instruments, you know, playing music and, and what have you in a classroom setting, you know, in, in a classroom, look like a high school. And then those bunk beds, man, that look better than... Uh, when I was in, what was the name of? I, uh, I did basic training at Fort Jackson on Tank Hill. That's what I was trying to remember. Those those facilities sleeping area looked better than the accommodations they gave me when I was in basic training in the U.S. Army on Tank Hill at Fort Jackson, South Carolina. I tell you. So let let's go ahead and roll this video. It made Scott Whitney. Secretly filmed four years of life at Martin Correctional Institution in Florida. Oh man, I got so this got fresh. Wow, we gotta make a new book. I haven't really cut out the hole yet. I just, I just poked a centerpiece hole. I just gotta cut it a little bit above. let me show y'all some real life shit, man. On how we living here that y'all ain't seen. Wait a minute I should warn you that you are going to see some graphic images and so if you got a weak stomach if you um, faint at the sight of blood if there's any children in watching this with you because children need to be educated with you I'm going to be warning you okay I'm warning you now all right let's continue to roll roll the tape So you're positive, negative on the battery. It's just
1: Canadian-style cold brew, you feel
0: me? You got the war on drugs on the street, but once we get here, you don't care about the drugs. You know, it's ironic that you don't care about while we're in prison. What the fuck out. When you on that drug, you pass out you don't know what's going on. You- now, uh, you know the shit killing people and you want to smoke it. Yeah, that's what I said. He might actually huh? he might be gone. You know he claiming lies every week. You know you might not wake up any day. You smoke that shit, you
1: might not wake up. I said, they don't pay attention enough.
0: They don't look, they don't
1: check to see if we're living, they don't check to see if we're safe, they don't. This security, this is security in the Department of the Rays This is security. August 8th, 2017, man, hurricane season, shit coming in. Shit crazy, they got us in here
0: like, coning in like warehouses, this thing. We had to endure some pretty rough environments. Like I said, people don't bathe. I know that's right. They squat over that. And shit and Look at all the mold everywhere, man. This shit is is really pathetic. Get this, America. Look at the mold that just grows. If we got soap today, nothing, anything, none. You, you gotta, you gotta spend your whole life in a two by two box, man. It's just- America, I love you. I'm going to keep pressing this play, this this record button. You already know, man. We lie behind the bar wire. ...to an NBC News exclusive, rare... All right, let, let me stop it there. I fear for the safety of this young man. Um, I don't know if the Miami Herald should have published his name and also published his inmate number. You know where he at right now. You know where he at. He in solitary confinement being tortured. Solitary confinement is torture. All, the international human rights community has said solitary confinement is torture. It's torture. Okay, so you know this inmate is being tortured right now for showing you what your tax dollars is paying for. Okay, Marco Rubio, what you got to say about this, man? What what you got to say? You running your mouth about what's going on in China, what's going and you ain't done nothing, ain't commented on what's going on inside of Florida. Those are US citizens too. Okay? And I know we got these cynical people out here who who they just really evil. They have no compassion. They have no empathy. Oh, if you didn't wanna do the time, don't do the crime. Okay. I bet you Paul Manafort ain't in no facility like this. Okay? I bet you the woman uh who was sent to prison for fraud concerning paying to get her daughter into a uh, school, she didn't qualify, college to get she didn't qualify to get into and pay this man to get a rent and what have you. They said hers is like a resort. It's like it's like Trump Towers or something or or one of his plantations, okay? So then you wonder why people reoffend when they come out of prison. I, I was watching Suicide Squad. That's, that's one of my favorite uh, action movies. Will Smith is in there and, and what have you. But it, it's based on the D.C. comic book characters. And they had this character called, called uh, what is his name? Croc something. Uh, uh, I can't think of the name. But a crocodile, right? Dr. Croc or something like that. Anyway, the narrator said, you know, he bo- he was born looking like a monster. They treated him like a monster. And he became a monster. All right when you mistreat people, when you subject them to inhumane conditions and you show no empathy for them and you don't actually try to rehabilitate them, address any of issues that led them to be where they are in the first place. And I don't assume that, that uh, people are actually guilty of the crimes that they're in there for. The vast majority of them are in there for nonviolent uh, so-called drug crimes, okay? And then we know a lot of people get out hundreds every year. Get out because of DNA evidence or or the work of the Innocence Project and proving that they was innocent. Spent 20-something years. So just think, you could be one of those persons. You could be one of those persons that find yourself in that prison. Maybe it's your son. Maybe it's your daughter. Maybe it's your father. Maybe it's your uncle. Maybe it's your aunt. Who knows? Maybe it's your grandparent end up in this place. Okay? So I could not have orchestrated this if I tried. I couldn't script it. Because I saw that NBC News report going inside the Chinese prison where they're detaining these um Uyghur Muslims to re-educate them and again I believe in religious freedom and, and expression and what have you but let's not act like the United States treats Muslims um, like they love Muslims and the doors is open for them to even come here um, to escape oppressive conditions no Trump got a Muslim ban and the courts have been upholding uh, that Muslim uh, ban so there you have it folks There you have it. This is why nobody, the United States, doesn't have any credibility on an international stage. They have no credibility whatsoever. What do they do? They rely heavily on propagandizing you or, the, or dehumanizing the individuals that they are mistreating. So you'll go right along with that mistreatment. You don't even care about U.S. citizens, so don't act like you care about these Muslims who are in, in China in four-star accommodations compared to what we just saw in a Florida prison. All right, please continue to support the production of independent black media. You can make a tax-deductible, and I want to emphasize tax-deductible donation to the Black Talk Media Project. Um, Look in the description or on BlackTalkRadioNetwork.com, and you will find a link to make a tax-deductible donation to the Black Talk Media Project. That said, we got to end slavery in the United States. The 13th Amendment never abolished slavery. It says slavery and involuntary servitude shall be abolished except for punishment for a crime, okay? United States still practicing slavery legally, and I think more people ought to be opposed to that and join the new abolitionist movement. Peace and blessings to all. I'm out.